Hello, welcome once again to Lost Out of Podcasting. I'm your host, Coxie, joined as always, sometimes by... Christ. <laughs> That's right, well, as you can probably hear, there's a fridge once again humming in the background. We're not in the, the White Creepy Room or the Sanctum Sanctorum. We're here in Christ's back room, I don't know what to call it. Um, it's quite a crisis, I was... Or, um, I can't think of anything better than that. Um, I was going to go for Halloween theme, but it's not October yet, is it? No, so, it's not. Uh, so you're shit out of luck. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. As you can tell, my voice is, probably sounds a bit different this week. That is due to having a throat infection, so I'm currently sipping on a limp sip. But you hear me coughing and hacking my guts off, I do apologise. But there we go. The joy is of needing your voice to do a job that you don't get paid for. Um, but yeah, I've got a variety of topics, both sent in by myself and user submitted. Um, I'm silent, Bob. Calm down. <laughs> this, isn't, this isn't a podlet. I keep forgetting people can't actually see us doing this. No, they it's, can't. It's just, it's just a recording, isn't yes. it? So they can't actually see what I'm doing. No. <laughs> I can, though. Probably best they can't, actually. <laughs> Yeah, put your pants back on. Yeah. <laughs> it's, it's not rapey, as Bunkle said. <laughs> oh, dear. <laughs> See what I mean? Yeah, back to the studio, I do. You don't get to say that. But no, um, it's been a funny old one. But yeah, saying about, see, you can't see it, that people can't see you. This was meant to be the live episode. Oh, um, oh, right. Garrow said we do for episode 15, but he's not here, so we can't do it. Um, that and it'll be, I'm going to save the Facebook Live stuff when we do milestones. So when we hit 100 likes on Facebook. Then what we're up to now? 51. No, oh. 70 something. Ah, getting there. So that's going to be the opening of the Jack Daniels as well. That I've got that on the White Saloon. So, yeah, good. Not far off. Yes. So get liking, people. Um, but yeah, I got a tax refund. Yeah, it's always nice when you get get like saying they're giving you some money back rather than saying they're throwing the opposite where they, they usually want money off you. It's always nice to to get a refund, especially when you don't expect it as well. I wasn't expecting it, but then it's the fact that they once sent me a letter saying I owe them money. Yeah, they were, they were demanding I pay it back in X amount of installments over X amount of time. Whereas this one, it was like you can wait forty five days and do nothing. And we'll send you a check. Yeah. Or you can do it online and get it in five days. It's funny how they're quite quick to <laughs> demand the money back, but they're not so quick to give it out. Yeah. Or... <laughs> well, considering I sent the paperwork off, and they said, oh, it'll take six weeks. That was in January, and it came through in June. Mm. That was to say that the thing was in my favour. But... So, yeah, um, that's probably, I probably pissed that all the way already. I can't remember. Yeah. <laughs> Hopefully, it's gone in my account, but. How much did you get, if you if you wanted to say? Um, enough. All oh, right. Three figures. Oh, not do. So it's yeah. So and there's a there's a key word in there. A pound which I got. All oh, right. Fifty p. Yeah, we'll go with that. Fifty <laughs> p three times. Yeah. <laughs> that happened to me once. So I got a tax rebate when I was through my payslip. Fifty p back. Yeah. Got fifty p credited to me, but then it came off my national insurance anyway. So it's pointless. <laughs> yeah, I think I've had that before on pay, so like, where I get, get paid like £2 for um, 
unused holiday and things, silly little things like that. No, I was unpaid tax. Yeah. Over, overpaid tax. They were paying it back in bits, but I got 50p back that I overpaid or whatever. Yeah. So, yeah, well, I partially spent it, spent a bit of it. I bought the Scrubs box set, Series 1 to 9, Ooh. for 20 quid second hand. That's not bad, Gary. Yeah, because yeah, 40 quid brand new. Yeah, I do need to watch more. Scrubs as well. It's one of those shows where I've, I've seen all. You need to bone up on your medical history. <laughs> yeah, I've seen as I'm a medical person myself. It's, it's like my kind of showing fear. You need to stop watching House and watch more Scrubs because it's medically accurate. <laughs> yeah. What is there's bits of it that are, that are accurate? To be honest, from, from experience. But well, I thought you told me it was the most accurate, his, uh, medically accurate compared to like the other. Probably compared like, to like Holby City and Casualty, it's probably and more, yeah, it's probably more realistic, in all honesty, yeah. yeah. But yeah, it's one of them shows, I've, I've seen, I'd probably say about 10 episodes, and I've seen the ones that everyone probably knows, the, the bits everyone probably knows, but it's one of them I need to watch a lot, a lot more of it, really. There's a lot of it I haven't seen. You probably have, drifted in and out. Yeah. Not, just not realised. Yeah. So I was watching American Dad the other night on DVD and it's like, oh, it's a new, new season I bought or whatever, well, last year's season, but it's going through and it's like I've seen them all already because they've been on ITV2 all week. Yeah. But again, like the same four episodes. Yeah. That were on last week. Well, I think that's what it is. All the Scrubs episodes I've seen, they've all been, every time I flick it on, whatever it, it's on, just, it's the same ones I've seen before, yeah. three or four times. That's why I think I've only seen a handful of episodes. Like, uh, I've seen the... Uh, <coughs> It's actually, I'd say it's a personal favourite actually. The uh, I think you know which one I'm going to say anyway. Uh, it's got it's got. Let's just say it's uh, a Back to the Future star of his, isn't it? Oh, that gives the, you a clue. Um, yeah, the porcelain. Yeah, Ma- Michael oh, J. Fox yeah. plays the. Uh, uh, I thought it'd be the the get the airband one. Oh, that's that's up there as well. Yeah, which, which one's that again? Um, what's the the main plot of that episode again? They just was that Kelso bands air bands or something from the hospital. I think yeah. that's the entire premise. Oh right, it could be an extra. I think that could be like the B story. But well, do you remember that bit where uh, where uh, Doctor Cox, no, no relation to us, <laughs> says to um, he says to Doctor Kelso, he says it, it's it's quite a funny line actually. I quite like it. It's, again, it's one of the bits everyone's probably seen. He says, is it is it true, Bob, that outside of this hospital you're actually a, new, a normal human being? And he replies. Well, seeing as you don't exist in my life outside this hospital, it's not your damn business. <laughs> that's, that's one of those lines everyone everyone just remembers. <laughs> it's always stuck in my head, that one. <laughs> I got called Dr. Goss recently somewhere. I can't remember where it was. I get, I get mistaken for a doctor at work all the time. No, because... but I actually got called Dr. Cox the other day. Yeah. <laughs> I don't know if it's because of my, my temper and attitude, maybe, I don't know. What I mean, I've like. just got that look about me at work. I, I think it's just that. that I function on caffeine and anger, according to Ben, ben <laughs> our, our friend Ben. <laughs> <laughs> Which is half true. <laughs> yeah, um, I've seen a new £5 note as well and felt like Oh yeah, I've had, I've had a few notes. They're really weird. They're yeah, I must admit, when I first got one from a shop the other day, I handed it over, was handed it over in change, I thought... It was Monopoly money at first. It's got that, it's got that Monopoly money feel to it, and you know, that sort of glossy, funny feeling. Well, we've got an old Monopoly set though, and most of them it was actually paper rather than mm. sort of glossy plastic. Yeah, it's it. Uh, it does have that Monopoly money feel about it. But apparently, I was overheard someone saying in the shop the other day, put them in the washing machine, and they come out fully 
We yeah, intact if I remember. Yeah, because yeah, of what they're made of. Yeah. And they're recyclable after the last one as well. So they can be yeah. re melted down and reused or whatever, I think. Yeah. But. Yeah, they're supposed to um, church or on them as well. I'm sure the one I had. Yeah, the short one I had was a funny one. So he didn't have Winston Churchill. It had the uh, the Churchill dog from the insurance adverts on it. So I don't know if that was a real one or not. Because I guess why is a tumbleweed in your kitchen? <laughs> <laughs> you love a shoe. You heard it here last, folks. <laughs> You're most shoe jokes, really, don't you? <laughs> You'll have to ask the audience at home if you like crash stupid jokes. Please write in to us. Lost Art of Podcasting at gmail.com. Subject crash jokes. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> uh, one, Paul, Paul, our good friend Paul Flinders, and uh, long time oh, yes. listener of the show slash um, contributor of the show, he, he posted a link the other day to something called. It was. He didn't even mention it as a topic, he actually posted it on Facebook. It's something called the ham dog. Oh, I don't know about this. What, what is it's it? It's part hot dog, part hamburger. Oh, I think I've seen, I've seen pictures it's of this, really, yeah. It's like a, it looks like a bike seat. Yeah. But um, a really weird bike seat. It's just, to me, I've seen the picture of it. It's been everywhere all over social media. It's one of the things, it's, it looks like another heart attack in a sandwich <laughs> when you look at it. It's just full of... Like the most unhealthy things you could possibly think of, which is probably why I'll eat it. <laughs> Honestly. I don't, I don't know where it's coming out, though. So uh, I don't know if it's just like a, a special, like a restaurant's made it or something, or if it's uh, going to be a, a new thing. So, I mean, McDonald's no doubt, signature menu. <laughs> but online, it's going to pop up everywhere anyway, so people are going to have their own try attempt at it and yeah. it's gonna pop up places. So. Someone will build a giant one at some point, won't yeah. they? Yeah. Uh, not build a giant one, make a giant one at the same point. It's inevitable. Um, yeah, so if you have tried one, let us know. I can't remember, I need to look at where they was, where they're made or whatever, or where they, they make them, but I'll do that another time. Uh, yeah, sticking with food, there is now a McCafe. Alright. Is this what, what I'm assuming on the, on the, as it says in the name? What? It's just McDonald's, but without the without the uh, food, it's just a more of a. I don't know what I'm trying to say. You know what I'm trying to say. <laughs> Essentially, it's McDonald's. It's McDonald's, but rather than Big Macs and quarter pounders and stuff, it's croissants, pastries, coffee. Hmm. Oh, it's, so it's basically like uh, bagels. Yeah, so it's like Starbucks or Costa, but in the form of McDonald's. Yeah, there's one opened in France, and people are a bit weirded out by it. Yeah, <laughs> I mean it's all part of their drive days trying to say oh, we're not all greasy hamburgers and chicken nuggets, isn't it? We uh, we do healthy food as well. And we, yeah, we do help try our salad, which has more fat in it than the <laughs> burgers. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. <laughs> God. Yeah. Um, no, it's their attempt to like branching out and sort of because more people I think more and more people are using coffee shops and stuff nowadays yeah um, and to be honest McDonald's is actually an alternative to be honest at, at the fast food place that do coffee McDonald's is actually probably one of the better places to get mm-hmm. cheap coffee because I've had Greg's coffee and it's <laughs> it's not hard to beat that uh, <laughs> yeah not, you've had a leading competitor's coffee yeah <laughs> it's uh, not not the best right? McDonald's is probably one of the, one of the better ones I've, I've had um in my experience, but you can't yeah. obviously can't beat the proper coffee shops. 
Views and opinions are Christ's own. <laughs> yeah. Uh, yeah it's, uh, is it coming to the UK though? That's the question. No, yeah. It's all I've seen is they've opened like one branch in France. So whether it does come over here, you're not You'd expect that in France anyway, wouldn't you? They sort of. France is like. Oh, yeah, I can assume they call it a right hour cheese. Yeah. <laughs> Thanks, Pulp Fiction. <laughs> but no, um, the one thing I saw it was like it was a poppy, not poppy seed or something. There's something in honey mustard bagel. I think it might have been poppy seed and honey mustard bagel, which is one of the things you could have. And it's like obviously do coffees and tea and bagel, croissants and stuff. Mm. Um, but it's like that. There was that thing I read years ago when it's like a, um, a CEO of McDonald's or something speaking to a university class. And he says to him, "If I said to you McDonald's, what would you what would you assume we sell?" And everyone says fast food. And he says, "No, you're wrong. It's real estate." Because <laughs> you're selling the franchise. Oh uh, yeah, McDonald's, true. McDonald's doesn't sells the franchise, not yeah. the food. Well, I think most of the in a weird way. I think most of the restaurants in Blackpool are a franchise, don't they? Yeah. The fact, well, the sort of thingy ones are. Yeah, the main. Yeah, I think there's one in town's main branch, isn't there? I think all the other, I think Squires Gate, all the others are all um, franchised, aren't they? I think they're all owned by the same guy who owns probably about yeah. five or six. Under his belt, which they normally do. Same with Subway. Subway are the same, aren't they? Uh, yeah. They're all franchised and each. You have to, because yeah. when, when I did business studies in high school, it was we were talking about franchises at one point, and they said you've got to put X amount of money in, and you've got to commit big commitment for 20 years. And yeah. In that time, you're going to open X amount of sites in these places at these points and all this sort of thing so. it's what I know because you, you're buying into a, a global brand it can it can pay off big style really can't it whereas when you start it can pay off but it depends on your location and stuff when right? you start a business from scratch it's all that all that risk of um, it's like especially like the fast food market I mean you look at look at Blackpool for example we're full yeah. of fast food joints aren't we all over yeah <laughs> but like, to be honest c- compared to I think I'd rather go in McDonald's than a lot of the fast food joints in Watford, to be honest. And, uh, well, considering one got shut down when the health inspector walked in the other day. Yeah, as soon as they walked in, that was a cafe that was. Uh, yeah, but I'd, I'd rather go in Mackey's and, and go in there. Yeah. Someone said to me recently, someone who's worked at McDonald's, and he said, I can't remember it was now, but they said he's, they've worked at McDonald's, and they said it's actually, despite its reputation, it has. Yeah, it's uh, a friend of ours. Yeah, they're actually friend. very, yeah, true. Uh, they're actually very good on food hygiene, health and safety, that kind of thing. They actually take it really seriously, where a lot of these, some of these places we refer to in Blackpool, you don't know what's going on behind the uh, kitchen, really, do you? <laughs> so. Oh, just drop that bit of Donnelly on the floor. Oh, it's all right, we'll just put it in the next one. When, when they, yeah, he's five, like, five second rule. <laughs> yeah, these lot of customers have gone out, we'll pick oh, it up. I'll just, I'll just sneeze over the mayonnaise, we'll be fine, just stir it in. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> tried to think we're going to there are some good ones out there, though. I mean, we, we've got the uh, the award-winning Armenian. There is. Which is uh, probably one of the better kebab houses I've been to. Yeah. I've had some horrible kebabs from some point. I won't name anywhere, but I've had some horrible <laughs> kebabs from certain yeah, places. But the problem is, you say that, and the next topic someone will send in on the next episode will be, so what are these bad takeaways Christ has been to? And the one answers. Yeah. <laughs> I don't exactly want to go naming them in public, really, because it's, it's one of them. <laughs> yeah, well... well I, don't want to, I don't want to end up in a kebab myself. <laughs> Let's put it up. <laughs> so, many 
Jokes. But <laughs> <laughs> well, no, they're all in bad taste. <laughs> yeah. That's what we do here, though, isn't it? But yeah, but I'm... Because then there's like locals that listen and stuff, but then we all know the story of Funny Boy's Takeaway. I wasn't referring to that one. <laughs> I've never was... been in there. No, I haven't, but... <laughs> there were certain things I refer to in that one, but... I'll, t- I'll say that off the air. Um, so, yeah. Stick up going back at slightly on topic with Paul, but we'll come back. There's a couple more, a few top more topics than on the Paul's topics he's sent in. Yeah. Um, he's starting a new podcast. Oh, yes. Soon. I've heard of it. I can't remember what it's called, but I've, I've seen... <clears throat> this one was called The Rad, or Random Ass Discussion. That's the one, yeah. I thought um, I'd heard of it. He's looking to start in a couple of weeks or so. He's got a Facebook page set up. But you have to type in, like, Rad podcast and then random mass discussions and like that for it to come up. Mm. Um, well we have shared I've have shared on the Lost Star podcast and Facebook page so you can find it on there as well. I'm assuming the uh, so. again the, the the clues in the title of that one it's uh, it's just good random discussion. Yeah pretty much. Yeah <laughs> oh, that's, that's nothing wrong with that. I've not heard anything yet but I'm no doubt gonna be guesting on it at some point. Yeah. So it'll be a crossover random Lost random podcasting. Yeah. Raiders Raiders of the Random ra, Random of the Lost Podcast. You mean Raiders of the Lost Art? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> so, Raiders sounds, of the Lost Pod. Oh, yeah. That sounds the best word. <laughs> Temple of Pod. No. Kingdom of the Crystal Pod. <laughs> Adam's Revenge. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. So, so, when, yeah. Does that, when does that come on then? When's. There's no actual date for it yet, but it's I've heard a week, maybe two weeks. It's a work in progress at the yes. moment. Oh, good. So I'll keep just, an eye it's just sort of nailing down guests and stuff. And yeah. So, yeah, just keep an eye out for it. It'll probably be on Spreaker and iTunes and stuff like that to listen to. But I'll plug all that. I'll plug it all on the Facebook anyway. So. Um. <coughs> Uncle's boy. Um, if you listen to the last episode of the wrestling special, you'll hear Bunkle talking a lot about who boys are in wrestling. Um, it's not a it's not a weird topic. As I found, I only found out because he, he, he caught on this sort of, uh, name from another podcast he listens to. Oh right. To. Essentially, a, a boy is a guy who's never held a world title. Oh right. Um, so he was implying something else. <laughs> 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 we do worry. <laughs> uh, no, his his boy, No Um Dar, is making his last indie appearance. This oh, sa- yes, yeah, so saying about he, it. Before he uh, leaves the indies to go to the big leagues. Mm. So, Where's that on that? That's it, evoking Preston. Oh. Tickets are limited. Um, How you can still get them. I think it's £15 general admission. So. There's a few other good matches on there. There's uh, Hooligans versus Team Single. Uh, I can't remember any others without looking at the card, but there we go. <coughs> That's Evoke. I think it's doors at four, shows at five. So if you need your tickets, you can't think you probably can't. You probably can't pay on the door, but get them online. Give Floodboat some money that he desperately needs. He's <laughs> 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 tight fisted like Yorkshire in his half floods. <laughs> <laughs> at times he knows he is but no 
Um, so yeah, check out No One Dies Last Appearance and you'll be able to catch me on Raw every Monday night on Sky Sports. Nice. Um, following on from that, <laughs> your, your dream as an old man was to be a wrestler, wasn't it, at one point? Probably a few years ago, yeah. Um, <laughs> About a year ago it was your a year ago. Old dream. I haven't got the time to do it full time, <laughs> really. It's one of those. Uh, but I've been a wrestling fan for quite a few years. and But I'm, I'm one of those people, I've always said, I'm, I don't like watching things. I, mean, I, like, to, I like to get in there and, and do it. Mm. But it's... Um, I mean, I sort of half do it in a way we do judo, which is... Well, you, a, you learn to fall. Yeah, in a manner <laughs> of speaking, there's, there's similarities between judo and wrestling. There's, there's elements of wrestling that are based on judo as well, isn't there? Yeah. If judo's been around a long time. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, I've considered going into wrestling, but it's the, it's the amount of time it takes up. It's a, it's a full-time job in itself, isn't it, really? It's, it's a lot of dedication. Yeah. Um, as you know, I'm, I'm a, a busy person. Anyway, with other things going on, so it's... It's something you've really got to throw yourself into full-time, isn't it, really? Yeah, pretty much. Mm. It's a, yeah, yeah, you pretty much have to be dedicated to it. Yeah. So off, the, off the bat, like, it's... It's, um... What was it someone said? Something like, rest, wrestling is my mistress and the ring is my church or something. Yeah. I think Gil, Gil said that once. Um, but do you know there's a place locally you could train if you wanted to? Is this the uh, PCW Academy? Where no, we well, give the game away now. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> that's the only one I can think of. That's, that's <laughs> local, so to speak. So uh, <laughs> I just jumped the gun a bit. <laughs> yeah. Essentially, there is the uh, PCW Academy in Preston where you can learn, but it's only on like a student intake. Um, I think the next intake's in January. Let me just double check that one. Um, I think it's 16 plus and you will get put through your paces mm. it will be difficult but if you are dedicated then you can go down and train um, but from the, the small videos I've seen it's not it doesn't look easy and I won't mm. be in any hurry to try it myself yeah. <laughs> I'll stick with judo uh, just on here. Well, the, thing, the thing I like with judo is we take it our own haste, don't we? It's, yeah. it's like you can have a couple of weeks off. Like I've, I've gone and knackered my back, so I'm taking a few weeks off, hoping to get back in action next week. But then um, with wrestling, it's like a few weeks out, you can you can miss an awful lot, really, can't you? And that could be a difference between succeeding and not succeeding. And so you've really got to be full time, haven't you? Really? Yep. And that's not the kind of commitment I can I can make it all. Just I've just got. Too many other things going on. Well, it's um, the intake is the fourth of March, twenty seventeen. Uh, you'll get um, guest trainers from all over the world. They've had Chris Masters, they've had Billy Gunn, they've had Jeff Jarrett, they've had Dave Taylor, they've had Brett. Yeah, uh, I remember they've, him, had, yeah. they've had Ricky Steamboat. They've had Bubble Gum. They've had T Bone. They've had Joey Hayes. So you've got a wealth of knowledge. Oh, yeah. Um, I think they've even had Team 3D there, the Dudley Boys, at one point. Uh, yeah, it's a £60 joining up fee, and that covers you for three classes a week over a four week period. Then it's £60 per month after that, mm. which gets you three classes a week. Uh, that's what I mean to make that kind of. I mean, that's, that's like twice your average gym membership, really, isn't it? So you've got to be able to 
Mate, that commitment really, haven't you, if you're putting that much money into it? Is. It is, they do say you, you should sort of, your fitness needs to be at a level. Yeah. But you can work on it over time because it will obviously oh, put yeah. you through your paces. Um, but yeah, there's, it's like here looking at it, you've got, there's three different um, seminars. You've got Dave Taylor in October, you've got Joey Ryan in, in November and the Honky Top Man in November. So that's I think that sixty pound covers it. Yeah. Covers those. Well, it's not, that's not bad actually. It's good. You've done you've done a bit of training yourself before, haven't you? I did uh, about nine years ago. Yeah. <laughs> and it still hurts to this day. <laughs> <laughs> no, I did nine months worth of training. I did my knee in. I did my ribs in, and the company shut down in the end. However, oh, there was a biopic made about your career. How many years ago now was it about? When did, when did the phone come out now? Uh, Which phone? The wrestler. 2008. Yeah, so about eight years ago. They, uh, which, funnily enough, that, yeah, just after you'd retired from <laughs> wrestling training, they made a biopic about, about Adam's career it as a wrestler. It wasn't a biopic about me. It's true, though. I did a work in a deli camera, but I didn't like Yeah, exactly, cut, I yeah. I didn't cut my thumb and I wasn't like a world champion and with my estranged daughter and who bought a jacket with an S for Stephanie on it. You've done that bit before. <laughs> 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 I had to throw that one in. <laughs> yeah, thanks. It's a good film, by the way, if you're not seeing it. It is, it's on Netflix currently as well. Oh, nice. Out, so. Nice to watch that. I'm not, yeah. not seeing it for a while. So, it is in the pound shop as well, so. Mm. If you want to buy a DVD copy. So. I'm in the middle of texting while I'm trying to record. It's pretty annoying. I can smell deep heat. Yeah. But you've done a bit of wrestling. You, you say you haven't done any wrestling, but you have done a bit of wrestling. Because you did, oh, the, yes. you did the, the Grave Wrestling Championship yeah. in... Wherever it was. Where was it? Somewhere in Lancashire. In the Bay Cup. That's the one. Yeah, that was... Uh, that was definitely an experience, but, but a very, <laughs> very good experience. Very interesting, very different way to spend a bank holiday Monday, wasn't it? Yeah, yeah. getting sunburned and covered in gravy. Yeah, no, it's obviously one of the, one of the funniest things we've ever done. Though it was, it was good fun. It was all for all for a good cause. It's for charity. It's the uh, the World Gravy Wrestling Championships. It's the only one of its kind in the world. Mm. I discovered it. I think I just discovered it either through Lancashire Telegraph or through Facebook, and I thought, oh, I like the sound of this, I might give it a go next year. And then, um, and next thing you know, I've got an entry in, and then uh, didn't hear anything for a while. I thought, oh, bugger, if they've ever forgotten about me or I've not been accepted, because it's a very, very limited number of places. Right. Um, 20, 20 wrestlers a year they have. Mm. Uh, might, might expand because it was such a popular event as, as you saw the amount of spectators that were there yeah um, and then next thing in about about two weeks before I ch- decided to chase them up and they said oh we, we've sent you a, an email back in May to say you've been accepted I was like oh bollocks you're lost in the 17,000 emails you've got yeah oh yeah yeah somewhere no. I couldn't find it though I bet it's in there uh, but, but it might have ended up in your spam box or something, possibly. Possibly, just, yeah. Sort of <laughs> through it. Yeah, just deleted it by accident. But uh, but no, it was uh, it was definitely worth doing. It's something I plan on plan on making my return next year. Um, but yeah, it was a very good experience. It was uh, it was literally like it was like being in a slapstick comedy film of your own. 
That's that's the best way to describe it. Well, you, you did take on Waddle and Hardy. Well, you know that added to the comedy in a way, <laughs> which I thought was hilarious because I mean we did. I mean I was a bit apprehensive about doing it in the weeks up to it because I thought, oh, what did put me up against some professional wrestlers and what have you. But then as soon as I got there, it was like the first thing they said was, "This is not proper wrestling. It's it's all for fun. Don't don't kill each other." They basically said. Yeah. They said, like, by all means, throw each other about, knock each other down, but do it, you know... Um, safely. Safely, yeah, that's probably the best word. And it was all pre-planned anyway. It's like, I had a discussion with this. I'm like, right, find out your opponent is and have a chat before you go. Don't, we, don't give the game away. <laughs> we were first We were first on as well, which um, put all the more pressure on. <laughs> um, coming out in front of a big audience. <laughs> but, uh, but watching the video back, uh, it's, uh, and everyone I've shown it to, they've just... Literally wet themselves laughing, <laughs> which is exactly the effect I was going for. And the audience had a good laugh as well, by the look of it. But it's uh, one thing I will say that it's, it's a lot more slippery than you think. That that gravy, it's, uh, you can't stand up in it if, if you tried. It's um, it didn't look nice. No, it didn't taste okay, and it was it's still quite warm actually. The gravy because it was a hot day as well. The ring was padding with judo mats so it was nice and soft when you did get slammed down uh, but it was so slippery you just couldn't stand up so um, some of my falls and slips were a little bit exaggerated purely for the for the audience if you will but, uh, but it really was pretty hard to stand up <laughs> so what, what did you make of it Adi? Um, it was different yeah certainly um it just sort of got a bit of hard hands when they started giving out bloody <laughs> yeah. water bombs to people filled with gravy and everyone some sort of... Well, they were there. They were meant to be thrown at the wrestlers during the fights, weren't yeah, they? Yeah, some daft arse. But because there was a... In the crowd. Because there was a... There was a technical issue, wasn't it, with the PA system or something? So there was yeah. a bit of a 10-minute break in between fights. So then certain members of the audience, <laughs> us not included, <laughs> decided to start throwing them at each other in the, uh, in the sort of squared... Um, fence that was around the audience. So, was uh, was like gravy bombs flying everywhere. <laughs> yep, it wasn't. Uh... Which after I'd already been hosed down by the fire brigades, that did happen. By the way, that's not one of my made up stories. Well, you were alright because you were in your costume. Yeah, well, I've been I've been hosed down by the fire brigade. I just started to dry off because it was a nice sunny day, and I got got hit right in the chest with a bloody gravy bomb. <laughs> it was perfect shot right for the heart. It was going by the look of it. <laughs> yeah. No, it was good fun. I'll definitely do it again. Right. But I basically said that anyway. I said I plan to make a return next year. So technically covered that. Yeah. So the Graven Ninjas will make a return then? Yeah. Or are you going to repair something different? No, because if you look at the characters they had, everyone went for like the gravy theme, like the Bisto Brawler and. Was that guy who came out like Dick Dastardly? He was uh, the um, Captain Gravy, and so everyone went for like the gravy theme, um, except for a couple people. Like it was, was it Dancing Dance? Yeah, he was like, <laughs> especially when the, especially when the commentator said, "So no, what's what's the opponent trying to do? Trying to eat it? Oh no, he's got an awful lot of eating to do." <laughs> and then it was my wardrobe malfunction, obviously as well. Yeah, your arse hanging out. Yeah. 
<laughs> but it's because the gravy is that it weighs it's, your costume. I had on it soaked up the gravy so well that it pulled my pants down, and I just couldn't hold them up because of the weight. It's like when you jump into it's you like you have to wear a belt next year. Or put some lycra on that won't fall down because it's like you remember back in school swimming lesson days and you had to silly exercise, you had to jump in into water in your pajamas. Yeah. It's like that. You, you like weigh down and it weighs a bloody ton when you've. It was yeah. like that. About about that soon brings back a memory for a few people, <laughs> doesn't it? <laughs> Possibly. Wouldn't you still do that though? Helpful safety bollocks, wasn't it? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, follow on from that, uh, there was a jail bike. Oh, yes, where was that? Shrewsbury. Do you mean the uh, do you mean Shrewsbury, the town in Shropshire? Yes, there was a jail bike at the Downer. Oh, I think I read about this the other day in the paper. Well, I hope so because you were bloody there. <laughs> I'm just messing. So yeah, um, myself, myself and Christ did take part in the prison escape at Shrewsbury Prison, at, well, aka the Dana. Which it was actually a real prison up until three years ago, so it's, it, it is still the shell of a real prison with the real cells, real buildings, real gates, everything. With, uh, but it's not with real guards, but but adequately, very adequately replaced by uh, by actors, which were equally <laughs> hilarious. <laughs> Go on, uh, oh, ca- you carry on, Adam. Well, it's because um, you've done it before, but it was different this time. Yeah, well, that's, it. that was part of the fun of it, though, because they've run it, they've run it three times now. But I think it's good, though, like they said, that they, they change it every time because you get people like me who go back and do it again because they yeah. loved it that much. And it's good that I'm not going back and doing the same thing again. It was I quite like the fact that they, they threw a few more curveballs in this time and they threw a few surprises in to try and throw you off a little bit. And, and the actual format of the escape was totally different. My experience last time, well, which I found more. Fun. So, what did what did you make of it? It was fun. It was quite humorous in parts, but it was like I was part expecting to get put in the cell and, like you said, the bag get the bag tossed in. Yeah. And then it's all of a sudden it's like we're making the bloody. You've got to do a lot of riddles and stuff to try and get out of the cell. It's basically like, like I said, it's like doing the escape room, but more real life, wasn't it? With real actors and. Yeah. Real challenges, yeah, but in the form of a prison. Yeah, it's. Um, but I absolutely loved it. I loved it even more this time round. I'd say the, the the challenges would, like I said, they were, they were, some of them were quite tough. Like the that man in the kitchen, he wouldn't let us bloody leave until we did them silly. Little... We, yeah, we should have got a commissary first and bought some bloody hammer and bribed him. Yeah, but. because it, <laughs> because I well, I mean, I stupidly tried to bribe him with a, a CV, didn't I? A CV yeah. and a. Um, a psychological health assessment and a map. <laughs> As you can imagine, that went down like a web button. <laughs> so then he made me. Um, I could see I was struggling with trying to balance four potatoes on top of each other for 30 seconds without touching them. Um, he gave me a challenge of cleaning the floor instead of with one hand. <laughs> well, he said with one hand behind your back, and then you said you heard it as lie on your back, which you did. Which which he actually found quite funny. He told us like, <laughs> but he, he kept a perfectly straight face throughout. But, uh, but I quite enjoyed the. Uh, I thought I thought the doctor was absolutely hilarious. Especially when we got a, we had the governor in with us as well, at our uh, medical assessment. <laughs> <laughs> and then we had uh, well, we had psychological evaluation, which turned into a, something of a. 
a great role play. He's made that yeah. crazy, had that crazy guy running it around. <laughs> but no, it was, I, I really enjoyed it. Did, did you? I know. Yeah, it was fun. Yeah, definitely different. We had that crazy guy running around going, happy prisoners, happy. <laughs> Everybody go. <Yeah. laughs> and it was even funnier when he was running down the straightway and shouting, freedom, freedom. It's up for his voice. Yeah. <laughs> this, is where, this is in the middle of the like, Shrewsbury Town Centre and there's, there's like people walking around. <laughs> and they must have thought we were crazy. Especially when... They've probably got used to it by now because they've been there since June. Yeah. Well, I think especially though, I was, um, there was one point... I. They told us um, I'd got to find the getaway car, and then um, a guard turned around and said, "He said, oh, have you got your um, paper signed by the governor?" I was like, "What papers?" He's like, "Oh, you need your release signed by the governor." I was like, "Oh, bollocks!" So I went back in, went back in the prison, found the governor in his office, got him signed the release papers, and then um, I was just approaching the gate again. It was like two gates, wasn't it? It was like an inside gate, an outside gate. He got to the outside gate, <laughs> walked up to the guards that were in the gate. Um, and um, funnily enough at the time we were talking to two tourists that were passing by and they were like oh is the prison open for tours today and then all of a sudden this <laughs> this man in orange jumpsuit runs over and says I have, I have a release paper signed by the governor of the prison <laughs> and it was, it was, it was crazy <laughs> at which point I went out and exit the prison and sprinted across to the, the getaway car but we, we were very close to winning now weren't we we Nearly, we, yeah. uh, we basically had the final code, but sadly someone beat us to it, didn't they? Yeah. Uh, I mean, we, we got given a, a card, a business card, by the uh, the man from corporate yeah. um, while we were in the prison. And he said, uh, remember this, keep hold of this number, it's coming very handy later. So, so like, I'm, I'm sure a few other people probably did it as well. I tried ringing the number on my mobile once I got out the, yeah, out the prison, which uh, there was no answer. I thought it was going to put me through to Domino's Pizza or something, but there was no answer at all. It was clearly a fake telephone number. And we then realised um, someone said, Oh, it's a six digit code to open a briefcase. I wondered if had, that number went through to the prison. Yeah. Because I'm wondering, because when we were sweeping the floor, the phone started ringing at one point. And I'm wondering if someone had a business card in their pack. Possibly. In the cell or whatever, and they, the first thing they'd done was ring that number. Yeah, because they were probably thinking. Oh, this could be a hint to get me out. Yeah. It could be someone on the outside who's going to give me a clue. Because that's how it basically works, isn't it? it, it different cells are different things different hidden stuff, in them. Yeah. And, and, and there's the old ways as well. They're, they can either help you, they can stab you in the back, they can yeah. they can turn you into the guards, they can do anything as well. <laughs> I got told off by one of the female old ways for calling us there. <laughs> Only you can do it. Yeah. I thought the actors were hilarious, so I quite like the um, teacher as well. The education section. Yeah, but he thought I was hilarious. So. <laughs> That's what made it so funny, though, because he looked so serious. He read your TV and he just burst out laughing. <laughs> <laughs> well, yeah, but I said I'm not going to take it seriously. No, I didn't. I, 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 and I thought I'm just going to fall and take the piss and see if I can't see Well, that's what I did. Yeah, and to crack a smile here or something. That's what I did. That's what he wanted you to do. That's why he was saying, like, oh, it can be any job it can from. Disneyland or Harry Potter or whatever you want. So I kept saying Pinocchio's nose polisher is mine. <laughs> yeah. So I put <laughs> so I put Olympic high jump champion <laughs> and he said you need to get in the gym if you want to do that. <laughs> <laughs> I 
No, it was definitely funny. So would you do it again, Andrew? Yeah. Yeah? Yeah, I guess the, I guess the only downside really is that I, I somehow, from all the crazy shit that we were doing on the day, I ended up pulling a muscle in my back somewhere. So on the way back back to Blackpool, I was, I was like hobbling along, um, <laughs> feeling like I'd, feeling like somebody had snapped me in half, basically. Um, well, you, you were taking a while in the showers. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, it's true what you say about that soap. You can't keep hold of it if your life depended on it. <laughs> but no, I mean, I finally got that sorted today. Went went to see the uh, went to see a therapist to sort me back out, and uh, she said, oh, so "What happened then?" And I said, "Well, I pulled a muscle in my back when I was escaping from prison the other day, and I got the, the funniest look you must have ever seen when when I said that." Did it match the one I got when I took the serial killer books, The Woman in Poundland? Probably, yeah. About that, yeah. It was, uh... And she said, uh, I said, Oh, you have a sense of humour? I said, No, I've been serious. <laughs> and the whole room just went silent at that point. You don't, you don't believe it happened, do you? No, I didn't. <laughs> I had a feeling you'd say that. <laughs> yeah. But no, it's good fun. I'm definitely up for doing it again. I'm hoping they will return next year because the future of the prison is uncertain, uh, to say the least. So uh, that could have been the very last, the very last one going. But, yes. Um, well, unless they find a new location. Hopefully, new prison or something. Yeah. <laughs> so just have to wait and see. Yeah. Um, on to topics now that people have submitted. So if you have submitted, you will get a shout out or a mention. Uh, first of all, long time supporter, uh, Paul writes in. Um, straight off the bat, his first one. If you were wrestlers, what would your gimmick slash finisher be? Ooh, this is a good one. Because this is something that in the past I've, I've had all sorts of crazy ideas <laughs> um, from like. Some which seem quite sensible, as I'm sure Adam will remember. Some that were just completely bizarre. <laughs> yeah, but that's, that's, we discussed this on the wrestling pod last week. Yeah. The week, like, we said some of the questionable calls that have been made in decision-making in wrestling. Yeah. So. I'm trying to think. If I, if I was doing it now, I think I'd have to try and fit something to go with my like my persona or my personality in general so I'd have to go for like a bit of a it's like one, one wrestler I quite like I, I love his gimmick I love his persona in general he's uh, Mad Moments and I just think it, I like it I like the fact that he's he's like a real comedy character but he's got that natural charisma about him as well and that's what I quite like about him he's got that stage presence you can't you can't forget him if you know what I mean and I, I like being that I like the thought of being that kind of wrestler I don't want to be one of them I don't want to be one of these kind of wrestlers where it's like I've got a dead boring gimmick <laughs> but I'm a good wrestler you know what I mean I'd rather be an average wrestler but have a more funnier gimmick you know what I mean <laughs> I hope my mum's not listen to this show no I'm not saying he is I'm not, I'm not saying he's an average Wrestler, I'm just saying, if, if, if I was, I'd rather be, be an average wrestler, but being more funny, more of a character, Can't if you know what I mean. Because um, then you're, mem- you're memorable, you're remembered, and it's like everyone wants to see you again, it's like, um, you know what I mean? There's different factors you go go down with that. Yeah. 
that's the kind of persona I'd go for. I might, I might have thought I'd been more, been been the good guy, but been the, uh, what I say, more of like the, the clown in the ring kind of thing, you know, more um, comedy character. <laughs> I think that suits my persona. I love, I love playing jokes on people. I love, <laughs> that's, that's, that's my style, basically. <laughs> As for finishes, though, um... the thing now, if you got a gimmick where you're playing a comedy person, you'd have to sort of probably tie your finisher into that somehow. Yeah, but at the same time, you've got to think about your your physique as well, because like as a yes. as I'm a bigger guy, I couldn't I can't exactly do um, some kind of cruiserweight kind of finish. <laughs> well, <laughs> and it needs to be realistic. They say you should always do. Your finish should always be something you can pull off any pull off on anyone. Yeah. So. Um, trying to think of something there. Yeah, I'm struggling to think now. Uh, I'll probably go for something more more of a power move because, like I say, I'm a, I'm a bigger guy, so I could I could pull off a more I'd look more. It looked more sensible me doing a more powerful move, a more powerful finish. Yeah. You know, I mean, something like uh, I'm trying to think through my catalog of wrestling moves now. Uh, I'm trying to think some of the good finishes uh, I can think of. Uh, I mean, I used to always been because I'm a martial art, into martial arts. So I've always been quite a fan of submission holds, but I want if I was thinking of a finishing now, I want something um, something that's powerful and noticeable. You know, what I mean, like the. Uh, what was the uh, Bulldogs finish? Something on those kind of lines I'd oh. probably go for. Mm. Especially following in the footsteps of a, a fellow Brit wrestler as well. Right. So about you had a... Um, it's, a t- it's a tough one, really. Poor you bastard. <laughs> <laughs> no, um, if I was sort of getting back, if I went back into it now, It'd have to be sort of semi grungeish, I think. I like grunge music, I like heavy metal. You could so like um, sort of play into it a bit. You could be like Raven. <laughs> well, I've always liked the Raven character. Oh, yeah, he's good, yeah. He's a good um, character, and he's a good wrestler. But it's it had to be something like along those lines, but then I've always sort of, like, I was talking to Paul about it myself the other week. And I, we're talking about death match, like death matches and hardcore matches. So I'd sort of lean possibly more towards that. Um, but anything that's just sort of an extension of my own personality. Like like I put my prison escape CV thing up a bit. Of, it's like what was it? Something. Just it's like way to describe yourself. I put a bit of a weirdo. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so it'd be sort of. Weirdness, but it'd be there'd be my sort of humour in there. Yeah, but then I'm trying to think of like one of the classic comedy characters from from like Non Cabana. Yeah, that's a good one. Or uh, I always remember um, I mean, again a fellow British wrestler. Uh, I remember Norman Smiley who made him into a bit Norman of a, a, a co- uh, screaming Norman who made him into a bit of a comedy character. Well, Re- William Regal did bits of comedy. Yeah, like when Jericho pissed in his tea. Yeah. Um, well, at times, though, even though he's like one of the more serious wrestlers, Steve Austin became like a bit of a, 
I can't really correct him. He with his, his antics of Vince McMahon. Yeah. <laughs> Which, <laughs> yeah, but if you go back to the Attitude Era stuff, that stuff wasn't meant to be funny in a way. It was meant it, to be. It was. <laughs> well, it was, but it's like this is him crossing the boss. Like, the thing everyone wanted to do at some point in their life. Oh, yeah, but it's, sort of thing it, 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 it ends up being funny anyway, though, like when he, he drove the bear truck into the yeah. arena. And, Squirt, like, squirt in the firehouse <laughs> or the ring and Vince McMahon's there swimming in it. <laughs> and it was that bit when Vince McMahon was in hospital and then um, Steve Austin comes yeah, in a white coat a and walks him over the head of a bed pad. That's a bit of classic comedy. Um, <laughs> but yeah, it's... I don't know, it'd probably just be an extension of myself. Um just weirder yeah <laughs> um, well sometimes I do think if I was looking at another angle I do I do think I'd like to be like a a group like the NWO because they were like they were like the bad guys <laughs> they were like the, the the sort of rebel group kind of thing quite, always, always quite like them they, they were all like because again they were all characters you know them all you get to know them all individually kind of thing but as a group you know them as a group as well yeah. they had that presence about them and and they were just always causing trouble and always... <laughs> that that was always good as well. I like that kind of yeah. thing. Because we don't really have anything like that in British wrestling, do we? We don't have like a... Well, we sort of do with Dave Rain. Well, like, stables, or you mean? Or... Yeah. I mean, Dave Rain's in, like a bit of a... In Scotland, they've got... They had the Knack, which is New Age Click. You had the, the 55. You had the... Um, there's been a couple of teams, I think, up and down the UK, like stables, but there's not really none of us, no of us come to mind. There's probably like Paul's listening to it screaming of a stables yeah. down the down the mic at me or whatever, or down these things to me, but yeah, no one else come to mind. Yeah. Um, as for a finisher, well, it's ever since I've played the WWE SmackDown games or 2K, whatever they are now. Um, if I've made myself, I've always used the. D- bu- double under butterfly pile drive, whatever it's called, butterfly pile drive, which is also the, That's good, baby, the yeah. Chris, it was the Chris Travis Ego Driver. Um, I've always used that because it was in an ECW game called it was called Deep Impact. Um, so I've, I've always sort of used that. Um, it was either that or sort of the Face Buster variant, which is like the Fallen Angel, I think it's called. And Chris Daniels used it. Mm. I've always quite like that move, so I'd probably use something like that. Um, feeling that it'd be something like a lariat because apparently I had a really stiff clothesline <laughs> when, I, when I was training so so yeah That's, I hope that answers your question Paul no doubt you're going to grill me about just, it just going, I'm going off on a tangent here now but it's going back to Graver wrestling just rounds me talking a clothesline that's something I wish I'd done that this is like a learning thing for next year it would have been hilarious if we'd done that well, I was thinking me and our my opponent we should have done a double clothesline where we just clotheslined each other and went you know like opposite direction <laughs> that that would have just been hilarious I'm, I'm, I'm saving that one for next year <laughs> I had to get that in yeah. um, on from that Paul asks tea or coffee ooh it's a tough one for me though it, it depends what kind of what kind of mood or what kind of situation I'm in because when I'm at when I'm at work all I really drink is coffee, especially when I'm on nights. On the night shift, I probably go for about 
anywhere between three and six cups of coffee <laughs> on night shift. When I'm at home, though, I'm, I'm sort of... I do tend to drink coffee more, but uh, I do I do quite enjoy tea as well. Um, Why well, always say tea after nine? Yeah. I don't do coffee after nine o'clock, because then it's, I'm normally up all night. Same, made with, that, like, same, no. with, same with Coke and Pepsi, I won't, I won't drink anything with caffeine, and I'll try not to after I've nine I've made that mistake before as well, yeah. But for all the people at home <coughs> who were saying, well, tea has caffeine in it as well, it's, I think you'll find it doesn't. Well, it does, but not as much as coffee. There's more in tea leaves. I think that's right, isn't yeah. it? I think there is, yeah. Someone tried <coughs> telling me the opposite a while back, and I put them in the place. Um... But no, in, in case you're ever wondering, Paul, it's tea, milk, no of, sugar, or coffee, milk, one sugar. It's one of those, though. If I'm, <laughs> if I'm out and about, if I'm in a ca- like a coffee or a tea room or something, I almost always go for, for tea. Usually, you get more in, you get more for your money. Depends if you a teapot on. I just bring you over a cup of hot water in a tea bag. Oh, but even then, it's yeah. like um, when you're going, like um, like a place where you're going tomorrow for breakfast, you get a big. A little mug of tea. Yeah, I quite like that. Well, um, I need that morning caffeine fix. Yeah. See, it's one of them. It's like, like Ben said, I run on caffeine and anger. Yeah. So. <laughs> it's one of them. I'm a bit, I'd say I'm a bit of both, really. I can't really. Uh, I'm going to go with coffee because I normally drink coffee more. But I'll have like maybe two teas after nine o'clock. I'll have one about half eight, nine ish, and I'll have one before I go to bed. I think one of the other reasons I tend to so. for coffee as well is uh, more is because it's easier to make <laughs> as well. Yeah, as well, you yeah. Have to faff about. Oh, you've got to leave the tea bag in for two or three <laughs> minutes, then take it out, and then if it's not, if you put too much milk in, which I quite often do, and it, it goes, it goes like that sort of horrible grey watery colour. You're going to have to put another tea bag in to, yeah. or tip it down the sink. It's it's one of those again. again. Yeah. <laughs> so yeah. Uh, following from that Paul also asked the greatest animated movie that's not Ooh. a superhero movie Ooh, this is a good one I'm very tempted to just jump straight in and say Sausage Party because I absolutely <laughs> love that film <laughs> more on that coming up <laughs> <laughs> um, but now going back though um, I mean I do love that film I'm sure I'm sure I can think of a, a classic um, animated they will see America out <laughs> Oh yeah, it's a superhero <laughs> film, isn't it? Uh, oh, I'm gonna have to think now. I mean, I do quite like Space Jam. If you count that as an animated film, even though it's like half live action as well. That's uh, um, one of them I've not seen for quite a few years, actually. I'd say Toy Story is up there. That's that's a. Classic. I was thinking Toy Story, but then the fact that you said Sausage Party, for some reason, South Park popped into my head. Oh yeah, <laughs> that's good. That's a classic. <laughs> I mean, I do like Simpson movie. Well, Simpson movie, I just thought was like, like one long episode yeah, of Simpson. Was. Really, it wasn't really a movie, so because you could, they couldn't really pull that off. I mean, it's still funny, isn't it? I do enjoy it. They it's... could have pulled. They were, they were, apparently, the original the original Simpsons movie idea was to make um, which one was it? There's one of the older episodes. They were going to make it into an actual film. I think it was the one where they go into the woods or something. Or... Yeah. I'll have to look into it. I mean, another one was... just popped into my head. Um, if you call it a movie, I'd say the Wallace and Gromit series. If you class them as animated, because they they are really stop motion. Yeah, um, I'd say they're up there for me. 
I could just sit there and watch them over and over again. The, uh, especially the three originals. Um, uh, in particular, Cloak Shave, which I think is brilliant. <laughs> I'm to think of others. Yeah, I'm struggling now. I've got scanning through the DVD collection in my head now. Uh, <laughs> yeah, for me, it'd either be Toy Story or South Park, mm. which is where, a really weird contrast, but. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah, I think I'll go along with that. Yeah, I can't honestly can't think of anything else. But Sausage Party is definitely up there, though. <laughs> I'll say that much. We got Beavis and Butter do America as well. That's what I'm not. She's in that one. I'm scanning through my collection. There's nothing else I can see. I'm not seeing SpongeBob SquarePants in the movie. There was a Toxic Crusaders movie, which is on like, it's essentially four episodes in one. That yeah. That they've called a movie, but it's not. So. Um, yeah, that's going to be my pick then. I mean, a lot of people would say Finding Nemo, but I'm not actually, that's one, again, one of them <laughs> films I've not seen, so I can't yeah. really comment on it. Um, I know that'd be on a lot of pe- top of a lot of people's works. Oh, I just noticed one jumping at jumping out at me and I can't think what it is uh, I'm thinking like all the Pixar films now uh, or Disney films even um, yeah I'm really struggling it's got got me a tough question there I know there's one just screaming at me and I can't think what it is uh, oh Lion King I'd say is up there that's a that's a quite an amazing classic um, I put that amongst my sort of top five if I was doing a top five. Um, I'm trying to think Pixar. Oh, Shrek, that's a good. Shrek, I'm, I'm, yes. get, I'm getting more on the right lines again now. I'm, I'm, <laughs> all, all these ideas come into when I'll, I'll say Shrek's um, up there. There's Up, there's Ratatouille. Oh, Up. Cars. Have you seen Up? Yes. I saw it in 3D. It's broken. Paranorman. There's uh, what's that? The Coraline. The your Franken. Oh, oh, of course. What? I'm get, I know which my favourite one is now. It, it, it's probably that one that's screaming out at me. It's probably wasn't. Uh, I've seen. I've seen that. Yeah, it's not bad actually. Quite actually. Chin- Wally. The uh, Malta Zinc. Not seen that one. Um, no, there's one, it was jumping out at me. It's one by one of my favourite directors as well. Uh, Nightmare Before Christmas. I'll probably put that down as my favourite animated film. Absolutely, absolutely classic, that is. Oh, bloody hell. Yeah. That's probably the one that was screaming out at me, I couldn't think of. Because <laughs> I like the fact it's got a Halloween theme and a Christmas theme, so it's two of my favourite days of the year mixed into one. And it's, and it's funny as well. <laughs> But uh, yeah, I'd go with that night before Christmas. Mm. So when I say night before Christmas, I'm going to say either Toy Story or South Park Bigger Longer and Uncut. Uh, Follow from that, yes. Favourite childhood toys? Ooh. Mm. Well, the thing is, I always had Cindy when we were younger because uh, I 
Couldn't afford, afford Barbie. Apparently, could we? It's this wee. Yeah, wee. <laughs> no, it didn't have wees back then. No, we didn't. No. It was a. It was what was it? Game Boy and Commodore sixty four back yeah. then. <laughs> back in my day. <laughs> Not far <laughs> All father time. Yeah. <laughs> no, but I was I was more always more into cars. That was my my thing. Yeah, like Corgi, Matchbox, all that kind of thing. That was more my thing for pretty much most of my childhood. Um, so I'd go with that. Yeah, that's what always what I've been into. Just cars. Mostly, yeah. <laughs> that was like the main thing I was into. But I do remember those. Um, you probably remember when I say it, but remember those, uh, I don't know where we got them from, we used to have those, uh, like, story, stories on tape recorder that you could play, it was like, these used to come no in a box, idea where we got them from. they used to come in a box and they were like yellow tapes, each yeah. one had like stories, some of them were based on like real fairy tales and yeah, some were just like made up stories, but they were quite, they were quite big good. plastic box. Yeah, I'd love, I'd love to listen to them now and see. Yeah, it wouldn't surprise me if someone's put them on YouTube somewhere. Yeah. Yeah, that that makes sense actually, or somewhere on eBay probably. Yeah, you know, just find out what they're called. Yeah, might look that up actually, but yeah, that's probably what I'd go with. Um, I'd go with either Power Rangers because the new movies out next year as well. Oh yes. Or uh, Ninja Turtles was a good another good one. It's gonna be our Halloween costumes for next year, isn't no. it? That the Power Rangers. <laughs> Um, turtles is a good one until they started getting a bit weird with them. Like, there, was, there, was a, there, was, there was a turtles blimp. Oh yeah. There was a turtles tractor as well. Yeah. Um, but no, Power Rangers had all the Zords, you had all the figures and all that sort of thing. But then there was like some of the more random ones that came out like Reboot, the old cartoon. Mm. Um, and I remember I had a Super Mario figure with the police car from the film. Oh yes, yeah, I remember that. There was that, and I had the old, I had an old blue WWF ring. Oh yeah, I remember had the red, that. white, and blue ropes on it and stuff. And I used to use, I play with that quite a bit because it had all the old figures which I still got somewhere. Um, yeah. So yeah, again, it's a tough choice, but I'd probably go with the the wrestling ring and the figures because I think I played that quite a bit. But yeah, even yeah, Ghostbusters. I had some quite some good toys out at the time. You had the Ghostbusters car, didn't you? I had, yeah, don't, maybe. I'm sure you did. No, I didn't have the car. Oh. I had the firehouse. That's the one, yeah, that's what I'm thinking of. Yeah. I tried getting the car, but it was never in good enough condition to buy off car boot. Oh, yeah. And the same with Stay Puffed. So we tried to find Stay Puffed oh, yeah. the moment, but it was never in any good condition. Yeah. It was always like dirty or something like it wasn't worth buying it makes me crap some people yeah. selling car boot sales doesn't it but nowadays yeah. it's car boot sales seem to have gone up market don't they it's They've... amazing when they found the car yeah nowadays it's like I always have my pound shop finds but I've not found anything good recently yeah but there's like I don't wear the albums I wouldn't buy them yeah so, but I bought Jagged Little Pill from Poundland which is a good album yeah <laughs> <coughs> Last one from Paul. It says, "Best Primark survival tactics when shopping with a woman." Um, well, there's two, two I can think of. They're both a bit stupid, <laughs> to put it bluntly. 
Any answers or answer? Yeah, um, number one is do the old. Um, any fans of Father Ted will know what what I'm referring to. Do the old um, Escape Fire the Fire Axe, <laughs> like the um, classic Father Ted episode. I've got that on DVD. That's on my to watch list as well. Um, or my second second answer would be uh, it takes me back to a funny story I've heard this about <laughs> someone told me um, about a friend who've got who works as a security guard in a clothes shop <laughs> apparently it's harder to do it now because the way they change clothing racks I remember back in the old um, going back to like the old clothes shops like CNA and Steel's and places like that they used to have these these old um, clothing racks where they used to go like, circular ones where there was like a bit of a hole in the middle or a bit of a void in the middle and they were brilliant because they made such good hiding places <laughs> my suggestion would be hiding those but apparently this, this friend who's a security guard used to uh, he used to sort of take covert security to a new level by hiding amongst the clothes on the rails <laughs> and catch up with us that way but if it works it works <laughs> So that, that's my two answers. I have escaped by a fire exit or just hide. <laughs> I don't think option three is um, worth um, worth going for. If you um, just say nothing and I'd carry go on. with either. Um, I don't even know. <laughs> uh, I do actually. It was, the other two that came to my mind were either play dead yeah. or just like sort of say you have to nip off the toilet and especially because you can walk through Primark to get to the toilet that's an idea I'll meet, you, could... I'll meet you back here in 10 minutes sort of thing well you could just like, go up to the so, so I'm going to the men's section which is on the top floor in Primark isn't it no it's not the top floor is it it's quite is it top floor uh, men's wear yes yeah it is yeah I'm just going up to the uh, men's wear which happens to be on the fourth floor as far away as you can get from anywhere else, and then just, just like come back ten minutes later. Oh, there's nothing good into that. <laughs> yeah. that's, that's the more. That's my more sensible answer. <laughs> um, I know for ways of getting out of it. Really, it's just yeah. That's best we can say, really. <laughs> yeah. <coughs> um, da, da, da. Darren writes in best video game ever played. Um, for me, that's it's one of them again. It depends on which console. Um, it's hard to put my finger on and say one in particular. Although I think, I think if I was, if I had to say one. I'll probably go for uh, GTA San Andreas. San Andreas, right. uh, It's not the most recent one, and they have got better and better as they've gone along, but that was the one I feel that sort of like turned everything around completely. Um, but I'd, I'd have to say Vice City's up there, because I, I love the Miami vibe of Vice City um, as well. So, I mean, GTA 3 sort of revolutionised the GTA series, and it went from a sort of pixelated, top-down viewing so like actual 3D um, platform third person format which was massive step forward but then uh, I'd say San Andreas is like what took it to the next level personally Um, 
even though it's not in the they've got better and better than going to the HD universe yeah so GTA 5 is like a close very close second um, San Andreas was the one that introduced the whole the whole world basically it wasn't just a city with a few roads to explore it was a whole whole country basically to yeah. explore near enough which like revolutionised you had like the desert and you get haircuts put weight on lose weight get fat yeah and breaks <laughs> it, it was like the Sims almost merged into GTA <laughs> wasn't it yeah and it, to me that revolutionised the series so I'd go for that but anyway, if I was looking at other consoles, um, I'd also say um, purely for its like uniqueness. What? <laughs> purely for its weird face. <laughs> uniqueness, and there's never never been any game like it before, and there's never been anything like it since. Yeah. I do wish to bring it back, to be honest. The Space Station Silicon Valley on the N64. Mm. That's uh, an old favourite of mine. It's just it's just so there's nothing nothing like it. Basically, and that's what I like. It was a weird game, though. Oh, it was, but that's what I love <laughs> about it. It's, it's I, remember, like, I remember when I bought it, though, it was a case of either I was going to buy that or buy um, Thingy Space Circus, well, not Space Circus, yeah, something's. Yeah, Star Trek Space Circus. Yeah, I think so. But no, it's, it's a brilliant game. It's, um, like I say, it's totally surreal, isn't it? It's like a. Well, no, actually, that reminds me of another game that's on my. Up there as well, um, yeah. Psychonauts, which not many people have heard of, but that's um, the reason I love that. It's got a bit of a cult following. Yeah, yeah, it has, yeah, because apparently there is a sequel in the works. Yeah. But uh, that that's definitely one of my favourites. Um, it, it's, it's like I say, I, I have a very surreal personality anyway. Anyone anyone who knows me will know that. <laughs> and, uh, and Psychonauts was, was just like, was that in a game basically? It was, it's like. It's like being in one of these weird dreams that you have where there's all sorts of weird things happening that you just couldn't make up. But in the form of a game, uh, it's it's impossible to describe how it works. Basically, the premise of it is you you play these alien-type characters on a planet somewhere, but they uh, have this ability to be able to attached to portal to someone's mind and they basically go inside that person's mind and then you're living inside that person's mind which it sounds a bit like being John Malkovich in a way but, uh, but then you see it inside that person's mind in a completely surreal and impossible to describe way <laughs> it's, it's one of it you've got to play it to understand it and it's uh, it's great <laughs> okay. oh Cranberries I mean there was, there was things such as like a giant robot attacking a city um, and you had to fight a giant robot in in a fight, and <laughs> next thing you know, you're in you're in a board game. Um, it's like the Battle of Waterloo in a board game, and you're one of the pawns on the board game. It's you never know what's coming next, and that's what I love about it. It is on the PlayStation Store and PS4. Yeah, you can like buy it and play it. Next thing you know, you're in this colourful street that looks like something out of um, out of Spain with a ball running after you. It's, you, you know what I mean? You never know what's coming next with it. Yeah. And that's what I love about it. <laughs> yeah. It was. I remember I bought Space Station, Space Station Silicon Valley only by chance, really. Because I think I read about it somewhere and said it sounded interesting. I wanted to try it. And I think I bought it second hand. <coughs> and we completed it. Yeah. 
Um, but it's very it, weird, but I like it. It was weird, but it was diff- and difficult in parts, but if, otherwise it was great. It's very clever, wasn't it? It's like the whole idea of it's just it basically... Well executed, yeah. It's basically... It's meant to be like a theme park, basically. On a, on a space station. I think so. And you basically put your, you're basically a microchip, aren't you? But it can hop well, between different... Well, the, there was the... You're on a ship or something. There's yeah. Like you, there's the human and the robot, and the, the ship crashes. That's so, it, yeah. So you as the chip of the robot have to go out and take over these different robotic animals. Yeah. To get through the level or whatever. But basically, you had to assume different characters to do different bits of different challenges in the level, yeah, didn't you? Yeah, different. You had to turn, flip, flip switches and herd sheep and all that sort of shining. It's like bears and. Bears, rats, penguins, and... rats, sheep, uh, wolves, foxes. Also, wasn't there? Yeah. It's a really, really clever game. It's just one of them you think, who thought of this? Yeah. It's one of them. It's a spell, <laughs> of it? There's all different environments. There's like the, the jungle environment. There was like a factory kind of bit, wasn't there? All sorts. Yeah. yeah. But yeah, for mine. Yeah. <laughs> Um, I'd probably have to say Super Mario 64. Oh, I've just been playing that for not enough. So. Just beat it. We've just completed it last night. Yes. For the N64, I'd say Super Mario 64. Mm. Um, more recent times, I'd probably go over Assassin's Creed Black Flag. Yeah, it's on my supply list. Well, yeah. Well, we've just beaten GTA 5 recently. <laughs> that took me, took me about four years or whatever it was. Yeah, something like that. Um, Darren also asks is a Jaffa cake a biscuit or a cake oh I've had this argument before I know the actual answer to this <laughs> so one. do I yeah well, it's funny where I got it from though I'm not, I didn't get it off Google I didn't get it off some random facts website or, or something you I got, got it off QI no no I got it off Coronation Street <laughs> of all the places in the world <laughs> when, you, when you don't get a view of that word no, it was, um, it was uh, Stephen McDonald on Corridor Street was having this argument with, um, I think it was Lloyd in the cab office. Right. Um, and uh, they were arguing over, they are like a, one of those sort of like, silly little squabbles over, it's not, a, it's not a cake, it's a biscuit, and what have you, and, as you can imagine. <laughs> and then um, it, it was actually another character who was one of the taxi drivers. Uh, it turned out he... He'd been a baker or something, and he said, "He said the simple answer to it is, uh, cake fries, biscuits don't. Hence, a Jaffa cake is a jo- is a cake." And then Vetti's fought through the courts to argue that as well to avoid yeah. VAT on it, didn't they? That's the mm-hmm. that's where the story comes from. So, how did you come across it? <laughs> it was either Twitter or QI. Because it was the same thing of like them. They had the debate in court and stuff, and they said, "Well." Cakes rise, whatever. Yeah. Um. Yeah, we called Mr. Kipling in as our, our expert witness on this one. <laughs> and I call Mr. Kipling to this then. <laughs> Just imagine that. Yeah. <laughs> that would be funny. When you what you actually look like. <laughs> Um, 
Yeah. He also asked, thoughts on time travel? How exactly? He didn't say he just had thoughts on time travel. Because I could talk about that on so many different levels. Uh, I mean, it's one of them... It's one of them easy ask girls, do we think it's possible, or is it? Or is it some funny stories about time travel? <laughs> I'm guessing he's asking if it's possible or not. Mm. I'm guessing. It's one of them... Um, as I say, I'm, I'm a medical person, so I'm quite a scientifically minded kind of person. But I'm, but I'm also the kind of person where I don't believe, I don't believe every, everything can be ruled out outright. So I think, I think anything's possible until proven. Otherwise, that's more my belief. That comes from being medically minded as well. Because right. um, I, I feel that way with the paranormal. I'm, I believe in. Paranormal believing ghosts, that kind of thing. Because yeah. I don't, I don't feel there's any evidence to disprove it exists, yeah. and I've never, and I've yet to see anything myself to disprove it. So uh, it's one of those things I, I like to be open-minded. So because I, I think, I mean, look at what we have now. Um, we have what was I reading about the other week? Uh, no, it was, I was watching a documentary. Um, yeah. I'm going off a bit of a tangent now, but <laughs> I'm watching a documentary about my new um, had a, w- a rare uh, medical condition right. um, that basically left him locked in his own body. Yeah. Um, it's called Gillian Barry syndrome. Right. It's one for uh, Google if anyone wants to look it up. <laughs> um, and he made he made a full recovery eventually after about, but he was in hospital for about three months altogether in intensive care. Right. Um, but throughout the journey, there was um, they, they gave him a computer which somehow he was using it to communicate with. Just by it was working just from basically blinking from his eye movements, right. uh, so he could make eye movements. He was having full conversations with with the doctors and with his family, and he was even laughing and joking with it, saying things like uh, "Can I swear at the nurses?" and things like that, which was hilarious. And that's just from doing eye movements, and, yeah. and you think fifty years ago, no one would have thought that's possible. So, so I think I think it could be done one day. I think we're a long way off pulling it off. Uh, <coughs> but I think it's going to take a long, long while yet. It's even then. It's how would it be done? That's that's the big question, really. It's one of those you, you have to sort of believe in things like the paranormal to believe it can it can happen, really. It's not it's not something we can just do, really, is it? Well, I know the the trying to um, try teleport matter, mm. right? Um, things of matter. They're trying to teleport, and I think they have done successfully in like a couple of tests. Like something's moved from point A to point B, but. Um, it's, yeah, it's going to take a long, it's a long while off, if it's plausible. Yeah, it's when I think of time travel now that I think of it, I mean I should say I think of like the, the classic film, The Time Machine, but now it makes me think of, um, it makes me think of Family Guy, <laughs> with the, the time travel. Surely episode. Back to the Future. Oh yeah, is that, but I just can't get over the uh, the Family Guy episode. <laughs> Well, that one where um, it's the one where Brian and Stewie take more back to nineteen forty-five Germany. Yeah, is that bit always always gets me that bit where the um, 
They're about to get in a time machine for some reason, bro. It's doing breaking one of their musical numbers. <laughs> Mort can point out a character goes, 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 get in the fucking time machine. <laughs> it just, it just well, always it makes me laugh at every time. Is that one though where Peter, he asked Def to take him back to Oh yeah, that's a good Lois there. or whatever as well. And they keep asking me to do like, <laughs> yeah. do I over? Def! <laughs> I just farted. Yeah. <laughs> He's a good character. So, Toby asks, uh, Skittles versus M&M's, which is superior? Oh, that's a tough one. I'm probably going for M&M's, I think, because I'm I'm more of a chocolate-loving person. But I'm which is superior. I'll probably say M&M's again. Um, The only thing about M&M's, though, is it's a rather sad story, really. Well, it's, you could say it's a sad story, but it's like um, I had a friend who used to work at the factory where he made hammerhams, but he uh, he got the sack after a while, and I don't know why he did it, but he got the sack. He knows what's coming. <laughs> he got the sack for binning the double use. Arrow, folks. He got he got the sack for binning the double use off a of production line. I mean, how petty is that? So yeah, easily, so them. easily. So easily done, isn't it? I can see tumbleweed again. <laughs> I had to drop that one in. But no, I, had, I had a bad experience with Skittles a, a few years ago. That sort of scared me off them a little bit. Um, I still like them. I like the taste of them. But, uh, I never broke the bloody tooth on the, on the Skittles. I shoved a load of them in my mouth at once. And then I had this crack sound <laughs> and I'd crack one of my bloody teeth which needed a filling. Oh, so uh, that's put me off them a little bit, <laughs> to be honest. Yeah, so taste the rainbow, bitch. Plus, I like, I like the yeah, I like the M and brand as well. I just like the um, they got the M M&M and shop in London, which we uh, visited, which uh, which I quite like. So I, I'd go with M Ms on that one. I'd throw out a little joke, and you knew that was going. I was, <laughs> I was debating this for myself the other day, and I thought Skittles are good because you got variety. But then mm. M&M's, you've got variety, because you have like, the peanut butter M&M's and the pretzel M&M's, which are like, the really good ones, and the crispy M&M's. Yeah, because I do like the fruity mm. flavour of Skittles. Like I said, that, that bad experience that scared me off a little bit. So I think, I prefer Starburst now, because they're, they're nice and soft, but you get that same fruity flavour. Mm. Um, tough one. What's that? Skittles versus M&M's. It's like, I like Skittles, but then I like M&M's as well. Mm. But then I eat M&M's more than Skittles, so it's hard to be M&M's. Well, she used to have a collection of the M&M's. I've still got them somewhere. Yeah. So. Uh, a weird one from Jade now. Yeah. Jade from the Zug oh, yes. Island organiser in Warsaw. Uh, <laughs> she said, would you rather sleep with Margaret Thatcher or Pat Butcher? Hmm. That's a funny one. Well, I said to her, I was like, it, I said, everyone, everyone knows it'd be Doc Cotton. And she's like, well, it'd be at least a healthy, an hour, healthy hour, hour of healthy debate or something. Well, it goes with my, it goes with my politics, really, anyway. Because, so, um, well, it's one of them, I, I, I'm not going to get into politics. It, it's banned on the show, as you know. So, uh, it's my bloody show, of course I know. <laughs> yeah. 
Oh yeah, of course you do. Yes, yeah. so I'm not going to get into all of. <laughs> I'm not going to get. I'm not getting. Yeah, I'm not going to get into all, into all the politics of it. But um, but it's one of them. It's. Um, I guess he used to Doc Cotton there, but Doc Cotton's a totally separate character from Hot Butcher. Yeah, but I like, that's, a, that's what I said, Jada, so everyone knows it'd be Doc Cotton. Oh, right, I get you. <laughs> that's a tough one, I couldn't really say on that one. Because I'm sort of. Yeah. I can't remember, because I do watch EastEnders on and off, so I'm, I'm a bit. Oh, dear. Yeah, <laughs> I've just admitted that. <laughs> I'm a bit, I'm a bit both ways on that one, to be honest. Uh, yeah. Um, there's one I sent in. Yeah. The new Walker's sandwich crisps. Oh, I've seen these in Tesco. They're a bit horrible. I've not tried them, but I, I took a look at the flavours and I thought, mm, I don't, not, don't particularly appeal to me the, the flavours. So, uh, nah, I'm not. There's a distinct shortage of like new flavours of stuff I found. Because um, they throw anyone out. Yeah, <laughs> they seem to run out of ideas. I mean, I like the thing they did a couple of years ago where they had the, um, like, sending just your own flavours. I bet it must have got some absolutely ridiculous um, suggestions. I tried to think what some of them must have been like. I'm guessing some of them are these, though. Like, they've just sort of left them in the vault and then thought, oh, bring them out as an original idea. He's a yeah. quotation fingers. Yeah. So. So you know what we'll do next, don't you? No, uh, I'm going to go quite for your trauma. They'll stop making salt and shake, and they'll bring that new salt and shake where it's um, it's got like uh, low sodium salt in it or something like that. And when everybody hates it, they'll bring back salt and shake classic and make billions. <laughs> That's what they do nowadays. It just seems well like the same old idea. It's like I remember it was back probably about 10, 15 years ago. There was a massive. Um, there was like a massive upsurge of like limited edition chocolate bars, all these weird and wonderful flavours. It was like champagne flavoured, um, was it champagne or white wine? I can never remember. Uh, crunchy. Champagne, I think. Yeah. And it was, uh, it was like caramel mint, um, it was uh, beer flavoured crisps, all this kind of thing. Uh, it was like Boddington's flavoured crisps and. You don't get any of that now. It's, it's like they've run out of ideas or they just can't be asked thinking about it. So, so now the sandwich, Chris, I'm not... doesn't particularly appeal to me. I'll stick to good old cheese and onion, I think. I like to make Chris sandwich. That'd probably taste nice. So. Yeah, probably would. I've not had one for years, actually. <laughs> There's a crisp sandwich cafe somewhere in the UK. Wow. I can't remember where it is. It's... They have like loads of different flavours of crisps, crisps and you just pick from them and they'll make a sandwich for you. Wow. That's interesting. Yeah. Yeah, I remember when uh, Mark Spencer did jam sandwiches as well. Um, <laughs> simple jam. It's such a weird idea. It was, yeah. But I actually had one when it was Centre once and uh, it was alright, but. I'm more into when I eat sandwiches. I prefer brown bread to white bread. And I find jam tastes better on brown bread than it does on white. It, they were they were white bread sandwiches. So I was a bit like sort of, oh, it's all right, but I would have preferred preferred it on wholemeal bread. It's <laughs> probably a reason why it didn't get carried on. To be fair, yeah. 
Uh, yeah, the Lounge Kittens have got the debut album out. Oh, yes. Yeah. Sequins and Sea Bombs. I'll, I'll be <coughs> licking it off you at some point. <laughs> For my, well, you, uh, can, you can buy your own copy at uh, any local music retailer. Yeah. <laughs> what, you got something in your eye, do <laughs> Yes. <laughs> <laughs> I had to uh, say that. <laughs> no, I've not had a proper listen yet. I did have oh, I, I skimmed through it. Um, there's like a couple of songs on there I know already. Yeah. And then there's like they've done like The Darkness Love Is Only a Failing. Ooh! Absolutely love that song. Uh, oh, it's Cuba Poison. Oh, yeah. Just from a down bounce, which is another video for. Which is quite funny. I keep saying to you that it should have been BYOB. That would have been. They probably will at some point. That would have been hilarious. So. I've got the EP as well, which is called Just the Tip, which has like the Sean, Sean Paul medley on and stuff, and I think Rolling, maybe? I can't remember. Well, that's the first song I heard by them at, at Sonosphere. Yeah. Listen to the Sonosphere Diaries if you haven't already. <laughs> <laughs> um, yeah, looking forward to that. That's coming up next month, isn't it? Yes. That's it. In a month or non-stop um, tour of gigs. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> now nationwide tour. <laughs> yeah. Uh, yeah, we've also got the Zog Island episode we're doing shortly. Um, that'll be out around the same time as this one. I might drop them together, which has our, or will have our experience of seeing Zogan live for the first time. And we also have a giveaway. Uh, but we'll announce that on the actual episode. Um, so that's everything covered. Anything you want to add? No, nothing, nothing from me. I think we've uh, covered. Oh no, we've not talked about sausage party, have we? Oh shit, yeah. Yeah, that's a uh, deal. Yeah. <laughs> Don't let it stop yet. Not going sausage party then. What do you want? We want my review. Yes. Bit. I mean, see what I did. It was fucking hilarious. <laughs> I just never stopped laughing all the way through. It was. Uh, I mean, the way I described it afterwards, I said it, it was like Toy Story for adults. It's like. X-rated Toy Story, basically. It's, it's got a very similar concept to Toy Story, hasn't it? The idea of like talking inanimate objects, isn't uh, it? Yeah, in a way. But then it, it it's um, it's quite funny. It starts off almost a bit of a love story, doesn't it? In a way. <laughs> well, it's the whole thing is meant to be like a love. Yeah, story, basically, is, isn't it? And um, all sorts of bizarre characters along the way, but. Um, it's just about as it's about as un PC and uncensored as you can possibly get, isn't it? Yeah. <laughs> I think there's more there's probably more F bombs in it than um, South Park. <laughs> but I absolutely loved it though, I could sit there and watch it again. And my as Adam knows all too well, my, my personal highlight I won't spoil anything by saying any more, but my personal highlight has been the uh, the tequila bottle <laughs> which I thought was a Great addition to the. <laughs> I won't say any more than that. Yeah, it was uh, <clears throat> certainly different. Um, yeah, if you're not uh, easily, if you're well, if you are easily offended, don't watch it. Yeah, good advice. Um, if you do like dick and fart jokes, you will probably quite like this quite a bit. Um, I found myself laughing quite a bit to myself while other people weren't, but I think it was because of the jokes I picked up on that they didn't, but that was down to my sense of humour. 
Um, you've got some very open-minded sense of humour to really get it. I would, <laughs> I would say. You need, you need a sort of toilet humour. Yeah. Ideally, to get it. But it's just like innuendo around the recorder, wasn't it? <laughs> yeah, pretty much. <laughs> so. Well, no, I could definitely sit for it again. It was, it was brilliant. <coughs> Right. Well, anything else you want to add? That's it. That's it. Right, well, I think that's episode 15 of the Lost Lives of Podcasting. Um, I'm going to leave you with uh, a diff- bit of a different song this time, rather than our usual fade out. Uh, since we got we managed to score an interview with them, and they gave me permission to use some of their music, I'm going to leave you with a Zog Island song. And this is the prison song by Zog Island from the album Crack Tiles. Yeah, sure. It is. Because <laughs> of Prison Escape. Yeah, exactly. Um, but for the last lot of podcasting, he's been. Price. And I've been Coxie. And you've been listening. Thank you very much. Here's Zog Island. Never mind.